welcome to Mindfulness Mindfulness, where we address everyday issues that might benefit from a little bit more mindfulness without taking it all too seriously. I'm Lily Parrish, and today in Fredonna Littman, we have Tom Parrish. Today we have the creator of an app called Garlu. He is a very special guest. I'm going to turn it over to him to say his name so I don't mess it up because it's quite a name. <laughs> so my name is Gerard Liebar and I am a junior. And you're here from uh, Irving, Texas? That is correct. And I guess kind of how this came about was I met you through Capital Factory. That's uh, correct. Through a mentoring session and then we just kind of hit it off. I thought your app was something of, of real interest and it would potentially have some overlap with what Lily and Donna does with mindfulness, mindfulness. So Garlu is a very cool app that I encourage anyone who has a mindfulness practice or is wanting to have a mindfulness practice to check out. If you wouldn't mind, Gerard, could you just tell me a little bit about the app to get started? So Garlu is what we call the ultimate resiliency tool. So what we're seeing in America and apparently around the world is a lot of negative trends. So you're seeing a rise in depression, and that's not just adults, that's adolescents as well. You're seeing a rise in anxiety. You're seeing a rise in suicide, a rise in negativity in our media, um, in our entertainment you're seeing uh, indifference in the population. And you're also seeing this polarization of people where we're kind of pitting each other against one another and everything that we do is very tribal. And so at Garlu, we kind of saw those trends and we've been studying them for the better part of five years. And we wanted to produce and create a technological solution that could serve to, to provide benefit to people, real benefit that wasn't addictive and that empowered people, inspired them, but also gave them um, kind of a unique take on life and a unique experience that could propel them to do great things and ultimately to thrive. And so after a couple of years of serious research, we, we put that research and that testing, uh, we applied it, if you will, and what we came up with was a solution, as I said, it's a resiliency tool. And so on Garlu, um, you can think of it like you would use any other social network or, um, or journaling app. So it's kind of a hybrid of both. And instead of sharing things publicly, initially everything is defaulted private. And so what that does is it forces you to kind of invest in yourself before you invest in the opinions of others, which in our studies have, uh, and the research that we've done, has shown that that's kind of at the root of a lot of people's unhappiness and, and disappointment and ultimately what is driving a lot of the adult population to experience depression and symptoms that are related. So our foundation at Garlu is creating things. It's not sharing things necessarily. It's not, you know, forwarding things that others uh, have shared with you. It's not taking a link and passing it on, but it's really you capturing your thoughts and your experiences and then, uh, and then keeping those for yourself and almost making them sacred. Um, so that, I guess that's kind of principally what Garlu is. There's a lot of things that we do after that, but uh, that's a great foundation. I think a good starting point for us. Wow. That was a wonderful overview. Thank you. I really like that everything starts out as private and I guess it could stay private too if the user prefers. We don't really have a lot of apps that actually encourage self-reflection, and that's so refreshing. But I'm wondering if somebody wanted to share this with a therapist or something, could they even possibly from within the app? 
That's a great question. And uh, thank you for attempting to uh, to clarify that point. So you can share on Garlu. That functionality does exist. And it exists because we do want you to share. Uh, if I can revise my previous statement, it is that principally, initially, we believe that the primary purpose of the that creation would be for you to internalize yourself. But it doesn't mean that you can't share things that are important um, that you potentially want to make someone smile about, or maybe something's just kind of heavy on your heart and you need to share it with someone. And so you ask great questions. You could share it with someone that is a specialist, a coach, a mentor, but it's also there for family and friends as well. One of the key distinctions of Garlu uh, relative to other kind of social tools is that we want you to have friends on the, the application, but we don't want you to have a thousand friends. No person has a thousand friends. Um, there's a lot of studies that back that up, but uh, we are limited in our reach as humans. We need to recognize that. Um, we are kidding ourselves if we believe that we are just going to have infinite number of friends. And uh, those are just numbers, but they're not a, a true reflection of an actual friend. And so on Garlo, we want to um, remind people that there is, a, a, I guess, a, a need for good relationships in your life, but ultimately... Um, you know, you bring those people that matter most to you, and then you form an intentional kind of uh, relationship with them through the service. So, Gerard, is there anything else like this on the market? There are a plethora of journaling applications. There are a plethora of social networks, but there isn't really an entity that combines the intent of and the purity of a journaling application with something that you can uh, incorporate a social component into. And so in that regard, Garlu's very unique. Um, we've kind of touched on the initial kind of uh, first few features, if you will, but there's other functionality that I'd love to go over as well. Um, yeah. There's some other avenues for exploration, uh, things that ultimately drive people to to set their phones down, to set their tablets down, and to get out and to live life. We we got a wonderful planet that we we all live on, and uh, a lot of us don't really get to see it because we're buried in our devices all the time. Well, what are some of those mechanisms then that helps with that? Absolutely. So we have a feature called Exploration on Garlu. Um, so if you download the application, another plug. <laughs> um, our fourth feature is, uh, like I said, Exploration. And within Exploration, Eric and I, my co-founder, we built a series of challenges that uh, there is one per day. Each challenge, is it varies in length. Some of them are four or five days long. Some of them are 21 days long. They kind of, like I said, very much vary based on the topic. But we help people explore anything from emotion to exploring the stars, to you know learning your city better, to strengthening relationships, to meeting your neighbors. We give people different things to kind of get them away from the device or to use the device purposely. So I'm certainly not against uh, smartphones. I'm not against technology. I love it. I am a startup co-founder who is very much reliant upon the usage of technology. But uh, what we're doing at Garlu is to try to wean people off of the addictive nature of these devices. And we believe that exploration is a great way. It, it will certainly reinforce um, habits that, are, uh, that can drive well-being away from the phone. 
I have to say, it actually has really great push notifications, and they always come at the perfect time. I usually actually turn my push notifications off on my phone because I don't want to be bothered. But when I see the Garly ones, they're actually so sweet. I love the one asking me to think about my dreams Um, because I think it's amazing. You know, the more we think about our dreams, the more we actually remember them. Um, And then the more we remember them, the more we're actually plugged into our subconscious, which is so fantastic. One of my favorite ones, which I understand a little better now that I know you, is did you look at the stars? It's so sweet, but it's actually a very grounding practice to do too. And the stars, the stars notification is literal, but it's also a metaphor as well. A lot is lost from humanity when we don't look up, when we don't aspire to greater things. And so there is a lot of that in there. Um, thank you for reminding me of the notification functionality. But Eric and I, we spent a lot of time building uh, a database with hundreds of questions and just thought-provoking notifications that a user can go on and they can turn the notification off, which is thank you for, for saying that. But you can also set the frequency. So if you want to get a notification every 30 minutes, you can do that and you're going to get a new one all the time or you can set it for once a day. And so uh, we very much like the, the notification functionality as well. We received a lot of good feedback from people. Uh, a lot of people that are using the application say, hey, I may not even go into the application but I see that notification and it, it gets me thinking. And that's really the, the purpose behind it is to kind of stimulate thought. Yeah, especially as a writer on the podcast, a lot of times I'll give people writing prompts and those notifications are actually really great prompts. It's a lot of work to journal about our entire day. I don't know a lot of people who do that. Um, but I think if you take time to actually write down the answers to some of the questions that pop up on those push notifications, it's it's sort of a great little built-in tool for journaling or writing about what happened in your day. Gerard, well, that kind of leads naturally to what sort of philosophies did you study to create the app? That's a great question, Tom. So we. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I had to say something in the show. You know, <laughs> the, the tension is thick in here. <laughs> we uh, we dove into everything. So when we first set out to build Garlu, we knew that we wanted to provide um, an empowering and um, reinvigorating and. Um, just a solution and a tool that could help people thrive. And we knew that from the beginning. And although the identity and and the execution of Garlu has changed a little bit over the years, uh, the intent is still the same. And that is rooted in a lot of the initial research that we did. So we studied biology. We looked heavily at neuroplasticity. We studied the history of the human story. And we went back thousands of years and and really dug into the trends. And and we really wanted to know why humanity continues to make a lot of the same mistakes. And so in trying to make sense of that, you're right. We studied uh, all the major religions. We studied a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot of spirituality that is no longer really practiced. We looked at philosophy. We studied psychology very, very, uh, very deeply. And so we kind of looked took a look at all those subjects and and we've created our own philosophy but you asked specifically you know what perhaps what garlu is is rooted in there's a couple of things so for me um one of my inspiration one of the people that have inspired me is socrates so socrates used to say um he used to say i'm going to try to quote him without butchering it i consult myself 
And, uh, and a lot of people thought he was crazy, but there, many years later, it was proven that and he's talking about introspection. He's talking about digging deep in a time where maybe other people weren't doing that. And, uh, and that brought him a lot of comfort. Um, it allowed him to establish a lot of self-confidence and ultimately it allowed him to not only achieve greatness, but, uh, he was certainly, um, I guess he became synonymous with virtue. You know, he died doing and standing for the principles that he believed in. And so uh, a fascinating life. I encourage anyone to look into him. But for us, that was a great starting point. So we, we certainly looked at Socrates. Um, we studied all the religions, like I said, primarily uh, in the East and also in the West. And, uh, and what we found is that prayer and meditation and, um, and introspective practices, they allow you to achieve a clarity that if you're not doing those things, you should, you definitely should. <laughs> it's the benefits are innumerable. Well, I, I know from our previous conversations, if it's okay to delve into this, but I think it, it provides more um, uh, depth as to where you're coming from is that you were in the service and you were in the space, uh, what was the name space of the group? Command. Space Command, you know. It doesn't even sound like a real thing. It is yeah. very much a real thing. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I, I uh, you, you talked a little bit about it, and, and I, you know, I know enough to sort of know conceptually what, what's going on, and I couldn't help but draw some interesting conclusions from your experience of seeing what's going on around the world all the time, 24 hours a day, and then, of course, being up there in... in um, where was Northwestern the, Greenland? Northwestern North Greenland, yeah, That's the right. North Pole, and sort of looking up at the stars and 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 uh, and just having a lot of time for reflection, but also sort of seeing both the immensity and the frailty of of Earth at the same time. And and I, I'm just kind of wondering if there, you know, I think you had mentioned maybe you and your partner had kind of had an aha moment around all that that helped to sort of spur what you wanted to do here as far as a greater good was concerned. Absolutely. So um, I think what you're referring to is, so I was in Northwestern Greenland. I'm going to mess this up. For all those at Thule Air Base, forgive me. Um, we're about 500 kilometers from the North Pole. Um, so it's pretty close. Uh, it was one of the best years of my life. Um, but what I want to say about that specifically that's applicable to Garlu is that for people that have never been to the, the north, like the far north and the, the far southern um, poles, if you will, there are extreme daytime and nighttime um, experiences. And what I mean by that is that in Greenland, northwestern Greenland, that is, uh, you have four months of complete darkness from like middle of October until the end of February. And so like go outside right now, at, not right now. I mean, it's dark outside here in Austin. That's why I'm saying that. But if you go outside tonight anywhere at 10 p.m., it's going to be dark. Imagine that for four months. So that has a, an incredible um, impact on your, your psyche and you don't sleep well. So it's also physically draining. But um, you, we humans need balance. We need the sun and we need the darkness and we need them in great kind of proportion. And so um, whenever you have the extremes like that and it's very cold and you're far removed from your family, uh, you do a lot of soul searching. And uh, it kind of allowed me to realize the power not only of strong relationships because you lean on people heavily in times of great despair, um, but additionally, 
if you don't have anything that you are working towards and you kind of lose sight of, excuse me, you lose sight of who you are, um, it, it's, it's kind of this all consuming state. And so, um, I don't know that I was depressed, but I think a lot of people really suffer from some profoundly negative things, um, especially in those, those extremes. But anyway, I think we all go through things like that in life. And so for me, I had never experienced anything so physically and, uh, and symbolically dark. And, uh, and that showed me that it allowed me to see things that I hadn't seen before. It allowed me to understand and empathize a little bit. And, uh, and that was a great reminder of what Eric and I had already set out to do and, and why we needed to continue doing it. So as a startup, I'm sure as you can imagine, and, and Tom, you have a great background with business, but um, in startups, you know, you face a lot of uncertainty. And so it's, it's good to have reminders along the way. And that was a great reminder and reinforcement for me. Well, thank you for that. How about where can we get Garlu? Yeah. <laughs> where, where, how, how do we get this? So Garlu is available right now. Uh, it's available only for iOS, so you can download it on the App Store. We love our Android users. We love our uh, our website-only users, but we, uh, we wanted to prove the concept first. Uh-huh. And since Eric and I both use Apple products, we said, hey, like... We have to start with that because we have to test it right. <laughs> um, but we very much have plans in the near future to release an Android version and also to have a, a corresponding website component. But right now, it's available on uh, the App Store, and so you can go and download it. And if you do, rate it, tell us how you feel, and uh, give us feedback, and we'd love to hear from you. Okay. Is there a cost associated with it? or It is currently free. Currently um, free. Garlu is free mm-hmm. to the public. And have you thought about, uh, is it available for like organizations or something like that? Have you considered that? So great question, <laughs> leading the witness. <laughs> um, so Garlu right now, we've uh, in the past six months or so, we've undergone a little bit of a transition. And so the product, although it is available for the public, um, one of our exciting new missions is trying to get Garlu into schools, so K through 12, trying to get it into workplaces, and then also trying to get it into government organizations, including the military. And so we have a custom solution for each of those, um, doing some pretty exciting things, not only allowing people to achieve the benefits that we've discussed in this session thus far regarding introspection, but also to, uh, to truly develop stronger relationships with your peers, you know, your classmates, if you're in school, your coworkers, if you're working, if you're a military member, your fellow servicemen and women. And so uh, we're doing some exciting things with that. And at the same time, we're allowing the leaders, the administrators, the teachers in schools, or the supervisors, or your, you know, your, your leaders in the military to, uh, to better understand the pulse of the people. It's something that's lacking right now in the classroom. It's something that's lacking in the workplace. It's lacking in the military. It's, it's lacking everywhere. It's not just on the individual level. And so with Garlu, we have a solution that allows the users to have an incredible interface that you know, can, can help them develop and, and you know, kind of achieve resiliency, but also allow the leaders of those respective entities to better understand their people and then achieve greater efficiency and ultimately just be effective. That's awesome. So where did the name come from? <laughs> so we get this question all the time. And of really? course, what well, we do, of course, because it's, uh, 
It's an unusual, unusual name. name. I think I think there was a, a comic book character, like it was spelled differently though. I don't know when, from like the fifties or something. We didn't know that actually. Uh, so whenever we decided on a name, we didn't want to have um, a name that um, we didn't want to have a name that wasn't personal to us. We wanted to to, uh, to build our company around a name that would always remind us why we started out. And so that was difficult. Um, it wasn't overly difficult, but it was it was difficult coming up with a name that we both liked and also shared our story, if you will. And so uh, Garlu is my first initial, which is Gerard, which is G. And then my last name is Libar, A-R, so Gar, G-A-R. And then Eric's last name is Lewandowski, L-E-W. And so G-A-R-L-E-W. And uh, and that's really where it started. And that's what it's always been for Eric and I is just about strong relationships. Our friendship has allowed us to pursue this. Our friendship has allowed us to get through, you know, tough times together. And so we never wanted to lose sight of that. And even though that may not mean anything to anyone else, that's totally fine. Like, you know, we're, we're steering the company right now. And, uh, you know, companies are, are essentially, they thrive or they fail based on their principles. And and so we made that kind of our stamp in the beginning so that we would never forget and never lose sight of what we were trying to do. And so it'd be garlu.com? You may find us at garlu.com. That's G- correct. G-A-R-L-E-W. That is correct. Com. All right. I guess you didn't have to fight for that domain name. No, that's what I was we thinking. We did not. <laughs> yep, that one's not taken. <laughs> I think it's somebody has the Twitter handle, but we're not on Twitter, yeah. so that's okay. Social media? We, uh, so we are on, so admittedly, we don't have a big social media presence. Yeah. Um, kind of makes sense. The actually. reason being, it, we were somewhat of a competitor to those space. So we're not actively, um, mm-hmm. we're not actively trying to be mm-hmm. in the social networking space. But for us, um, we talk a lot about not, um, we talk a lot about not, I guess, becoming consumed in technology. And we felt that if we were building pages and um, and creating a presence on those respective platforms, that we would be uh, furthering things that uh, perhaps are keeping people on their devices a little bit too long. So if you want to know about us, um, you can check us out at garlu.com. Um, otherwise, you know, what we're doing and what matters is really in the art, which is in the application. We have a story and, and, you know, Eric and I have stories just as every one of us has a story, but our stories don't really matter that much. You know, your story matters to you and you need to develop that. You don't need to worry about us. Uh, what's out there, it'll be out there. And if you want to dig around, I'm sure you can find it. And, you know, thank you for listening to this podcast. But, you know, fundamentally, Garlu is really trying to get people to, to look inside and, and stop worrying so much about others. So that's the reason that we don't have a social media presence. Have you had any anecdotes or heard any success stories from people using the app? Absolutely. So we, uh, in our first four months, we did a, a 210 person study. and. Nice. It was a good size. So our study and this, we grew pretty much organically. So we started with family and friends, and then we wanted to see without really pumping any money into marketing, what would happen and who would adopt it. And so Garlu ended up reaching in the first four months, 26 states, 
all over the country. So this weird swath, the middle, the the Midwest somehow got glazed over a little bit. Um, but we were in the Northwest, the Southwest, Southeast, Northeast. Um, so we were all over the country, and then we're also in nine countries. Um, all over the world in five different continents. And so once again, this all happened organically and, and we, were, uh, we were really pleased with it. And so anyway, in the initial kind of internal study that we did and uh, after looking at the data, we, uh, we saw a significant benefit not only in um, kind of personal surveying. So people would write us or if we contacted them, you know, via email, via phone, they said, hey, this is providing benefit to me. I feel better using it. So that's kind of a a general um, feedback point. But then objectively, you know, we can do some really neat things on Garlu and measuring uh, your usage and measuring um, essentially how it's making you feel based on how you're tracking. And so we saw a lot of benefit with that, but specific things within the application that people liked. So the challenges, you know, that uh, that we have, I think we have ten challenges right now that you can partake in, and those are uh, those are things that a lot of people really like because it inspires people to get away from their devices and go out and, as you say, to look at the stars. Um, you know, Eric and I, we were in Space Command, so of course we had to put our our space plug in there. But um, <laughs> there's just a lot of unique, fun things that you can do, and we're mm-hmm. always adding to that, and we're always taking recommendations. So if you want to see us build out a challenge for a specific activity, then then by all means, you know, reach out to us. You can you can reach us. There's a um, you can email contact at garlu.com or general at garlu.com and we'll respond to both of those and uh you know we're taking suggestions but exploration has been one that we've received a lot of good feedback on um the ability to reflect on your day so not only do you track uh, or create content on the application but we have a, a unique kind of system that measures that with numbers. And so you get a percentage, uh, a measurement score of how you are doing day to day. And so if you're having a bad day, you can kind of see the relative, uh, the relative negativity that you're experiencing. And then you can also see when you have a good day, you know, what does your score look like then? And so we essentially quantify emotion in a way that no one else is doing. And we're very proud of that. And so we've received some really awesome reviews on on that part of it as well. And then, as you mentioned earlier, the notifications, they seem to just, they get people, as you said, when you're least expecting it. And, uh, and we spent a ton of time on that as well. And so we hope that you will not be annoyed by the notifications. <laughs> but if you are, you can turn them off. What is the next goal that you have for the app or the next level that you'd like to take it to? More no. users. More users, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um, no, uh, obviously more users, but at the same time, we, uh, I think I alluded to this a little bit earlier, but our, one of our primary focuses right now is really penetrating schools, getting into the workplace, um, partnering with the military, finding a way to kind of reach all these different, um, entities within society that, uh, that are experiencing a lot of this, these negative effects, you know, our, our men and women that are serving, uh, our country, we care very much about that. And so if we can be part of uh, developing the resiliency and, and bringing well-being to our, uh, our men and women in uniform, then we certainly want to do that. And that's a target area for us. We want to get into the workplace. You know, the American worker is dissatisfied at work, can read all the major studies and people are constantly looking for new jobs. 
Uh, they're disconnected. They don't find purpose. They feel like their work doesn't matter. And so Garlu, it's our mission. We want to get people, uh, we want to we want to help people achieve engagement. We want to help people enjoy what they're doing. Um, we want people to feel heard. And we want to give the decision makers at those companies the information that will allow them to truly lead people. We feel like that's a, a huge part of business that's missing right now. And then in schools, uh, there's a lot of problems with the American schools that people don't realize. So chronic absenteeism is becoming rampant. Uh, so chronic absenteeism is defined as an individual missing three weeks or more of school. There are multiple states in the U.S. that have 33% or greater chronic absentee rates, meaning a third of the students in their schools in a specific state um, is missing more than three weeks of school. That's huge. Yeah. And and the effects that we experience as a society is if a student isn't going to school, they're more likely to drop out, obviously. And if they drop out, they're more likely to end up in jail. So... Um, those are things that you know nobody wishes for. We uh, there's things that we can do, and so helping. I know it seems simple, but keeping students engaged at school um, will lead to greater grades. Will lead to uh, just people finding their passion much sooner. Because as I've said, people grow up and then they get jobs and they don't enjoy what they're doing. And uh, it, this is a, a systemic problem right now, and you know we're trying to be at the forefront of solving that. Yeah. Well, uh, my capstone to all of that, being the older guy in the room, is that, uh, and I guess part of the reason why I was so interested in having you do this show and, and being supportive of you is that I believe that as in this next decade and then beyond, we're facing into a tremendous amount of change where we're no longer building out the internet. We're, we're building um, systems that automate using AI in ways that were just simply never possible. We're going to be automating business processes like crazy, not just packaging and delivering stuff in the back of a manufacturing environment, but I sure. mean all, all, all of the typical white-collar jobs will will be challenged. Mm -hmm. And when you look at that, uh, I looked at it from a point of view of my grandkids all graduating and, and starting work in the 20, early 2030s, and, and I thought, you know, what's the most important thing that I could tell them? And that kept coming back to me is, you know, be what the machines can't be. Be you. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have to have a technical skill. But, you know, having that alone will not get you where you want to go. You're going to, if you want to bring value to others as well as to a business, you're going to, this is, this is the time when it's most important to explore yourself as as well as how well you do in STEM programs, you of know, course. and and I think y'all's generation is really moving in that direction. So that's part of the reason for my motivation to get you on board with this. I appreciate that, Tom. Mm -hmm. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to add? No, I uh, I guess I would just say that uh, you know every download is appreciated. Um, we put a lot of time and we research this product. Um, we spent a lot of time doing that. And so that I'm sure you'll realize right away from the color to the shapes of, of the things that you're clicking on within the application, everything required uh, or didn't require, but we put a lot of time into it. A lot of uh, 
A lot of folks said, just build the simplest, quickest version, get it out there, get people to test it. And we said, no, we want to do this the right way. We want the user experience to matter. Uh, my business partner is a phenomenal designer. He designed the whole thing. He put so much care and effort into every click, every shape, where everything goes. Uh, and essentially, that ultimately drives uh, the experience for you. Is it going to be enjoyable or not? And so we hope that you'll enjoy it. We hope that you uh, it provides benefit to you. And if there are things that you like, we'd love to hear that. If there are things you don't like, we'd love to hear that as well. Um, no one is beyond or above uh, criticism and and we are certainly uh, no different. So we welcome the feedback. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we appreciate your downloads. If you, uh, one final plug, if you know of a school or know of a business uh, or uh, some other organization that you feel like uh, could use the service or you want to try it out, we'd love to demo it for you. We'd love to get in front of whoever uh, to have it reach as many people as possible. Thank you all so much for listening. Please check out Garlu on the Apple App Store. You can also find our podcast on the Apple Podcast app, TuneIn, Stitcher, and just about everywhere else. Remember to look at the stars and don't take it all too seriously. Mm-hmm.